0: From the land of the
1: free and the home of the Chiefs, with two-man coverage of the red and gold, this is the Locked on Chiefs Podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network.
0: Welcome back. We are Locked on Chiefs. It's a special week here. I'm on vacation, coming to you remotely. Chris and I are going to talk about a number of things today. Uh, But before we get to today's show, we want to give you all, Chiefs Kingdom and every listener out there, a huge thank you. It has been a heck of a run for us. We have been on since basically the end of training camp last season, uh, and we have just hit. Today is it, our 200th episode. Uh, You guys have been great, and we really appreciate how much – Y'all have enjoyed the show, how much you've listened to it, and we are only getting bigger and better. A lot of things are still to come, but this is show 200, and that is a huge milestone for any podcast. We really appreciate your support, and we can't say thank you enough. Now, as for the Chiefs and their second batch OTAs, we're recording both Tuesday and Wednesday, trying to give you a little piece of both. We're going to talk about uh, some things that y'all have given us some feedback about, and we appreciate that, and we want to make sure that we uh, mention everybody, so we'll do that in a minute. But uh, initially, uh, not a whole lot coming out of Wednesday's practice except for the fact that uh, one interesting story about new quarterback Patrick Mahomes had kind of a rough day in his first two-minute drill. Uh, and there's a reason that we're, we're trying to put it out there that uh, don't be too in a rush to place Patrick Mahomes under pressure of being the backup or the eventual starter. That's going to come eventually. Wednesday is a good example of why the guy needs some time to get into his career in the professional leagues and be prepared uh in just a basic two-minute drill he got one snap uh and under a little bit of pressure trying to throw the ball away he said uh, unfortunately left it out there uh where a, a speedy linebacker get to it a clip, and uh he grabbed it and took it back for six so a rookie quarterback trying to make his first attempt uh, in this league is going to have some hiccups, and, and obviously uh, throwing a pick six there in the two-minute drill is one of them. So uh, let's let's keep that in mind as we go along through the next few weeks and kind of watch his progression. And uh, some things happened on Tuesday as well. Um, put out a press release about uh, Tariq Williams being let go. Uh, looked like he failed to disclose a physical condition, is what they're going to call it. So he had some kind of injury that uh, – wasn't really scoped out when they signed him. They let him go and they brought in Marcus Rush. That's an interesting pickup, isn't it?
1: Yeah, he was a leading uh pass rusher or leading sack guy in the preseason last year for the 49ers.
0: Well, and that's something that, you know, we talked last week that hey, you know, they could be in a position to really need some of that. So, it seems like if he's ready to move on beyond just being a preseason guy, that might be a nice pickup.
1: Could be, but you know, my real question on that is who's really available this time of year that you're really wanting, uh, get. But you know, we'll see. Yeah, that's true. I don't want to write him off before he plays it down, but uh, it, it is it, it is interesting because he was very productive last year in preseason, but he didn't play last year, so uh, you know, we'll see.
0: Yeah, a step forward definitely be needed whether he. Whether he performed well or not, out of Michigan State should be interested to see uh, what kind of reps he gets and how he performs. I- I'm glad to see that they're back. Uh, they talked to a couple of guys uh, after practice today. One of them was Ron Parker, uh, who you don't hear a whole lot from, and I'm glad to see him getting uh, getting his face in front of a microphone because he's got a unique perspective playing at the very back of that defense.
1: Yeah, it's always good to hear from you know different players and different perspectives, and you know Ron Parker is. One of those guys that I don't think gets enough credit uh, from Chiefs Kingdom. So uh, it is good to hear from him.
0: Yeah, and he had a couple of things to say that I find really interesting in that uh, he remarked on the current stable of safeties that the Chiefs have give them the the ability to be flexible. Um not only in the starters but with the backups as well. And and he mentioned specifically that Bob Sutton likes to come up with new schemes to use those three safeties. So I think they're they're well versed and even despite Eric Berry's absence from these OTAs, um, I think that only bolsters their depth.
1: Yeah, and again Eric Berry and Marcus Peters and Justin Houston were not at OTAs uh today, so uh, not really a huge concern. It is um, voluntary, but it is something that you know we'll at least mention and let you know about.
0: And I think that's going to continue. I, I don't expect to see any of them honestly before camp, and that's that's just fine because every rep that they're not there, uh, which none of them truly need, uh, gives the young guys an, another chance to to have something click and be in position to actually contribute to this team come camp.
1: Yeah, and this time of year, it's it's all about getting reps and getting mental reps. And, you know, I would make an argument that maybe Marcus Peters should be there. Uh, yeah, he's great, and he's one of the best at his position. I already get that. But he is still a young player, and there is still stuff that he needs to learn. So I think he could benefit from it. But, you know, I'm not going to uh, worry about it near as much as, you know, if if we had a new coach and a new, you know, defensive system, that would be a completely different story. But it's the same system they've been running uh, for all of these guys. So, you know, they're, they're going to be all right.
0: Now, the other two that were in front of the press, uh, on Tuesday, uh, were both Mitch Schwartz and Mitch Morse say that fast. Uh, but the interesting thing is while they were up there at different times uh, and the questioning w- ran in different courses, they both brought up the same concept of continuity. And I think that's important that not only are we talking about that, but the guys along the line are focused on that as well.
1: Yeah. And that's, and that's going to be imperative for the Chiefs moving forward, especially, you know, and I'm not trying to put anything on Alex Smith, but especially when you actually do move to Mahomes, continuity on that offensive line is going to be key. And to have all those guys under contract for at least two more years, uh, is a very good sign for Kansas City. So I think they'll be in a great position. Uh, pro football spot or er, not pro, fo- pro football focus actually had a stat uh that showed that Derek Carr was the least hurried QB in the NFL last year uh the reason I mentioned that is because Kansas City was like number five uh Alex Smith was like number five on that list I believe uh and uh, around like 27 percent um and and that's kind of surprising considering how much he's been hit and sacked over the past couple of seasons
0: yeah, and that's that's one of the key things that we're going to have to look at going forward. Uh, Morris mentioned that specifically that uh, you know continuity is great, but at, at that point, once you can establish that, it allows you to move on to more important things uh, in terms of of really honing your technique to better protect the quarterback. And I think that's really what it is. Is you know we've talked about LDT in the off season. We know what we have in Fisher and Schwartz. Um, so really getting getting everyone on the same page. Fixing those little technique things really may be the difference between this offensive line being solid to being very, very good.
1: No, absolutely. I think it's going to be a very good thing to see uh, moving forward, you know, what Kansas City is able to do with its offensive line. It's young, and, you know, getting Parker Eyinger in there and getting him, you know, like we talked about the other day, you know, he has the ability to do upper body uh, strength drills uh, because he had a lower body injury. I think that's going to be very helpful for him this year.
0: And the last thing that I liked about what Morris had to say is that he specifically pointed out that it also allows them to concentrate and get the run game going. And I think that's uh, not just dependent on uh, the rookie Kareem Hunt, but specifically the line and making the the mental effort to improve in that, that area and balance is something that this offense still needs to have Um, if you've seen any of these stories uh, that we've talked about over the last few years is tracking Andy Reid's play calling, uh, it does vary highly. Uh, But he always keeps it in the game plan somewhat. And the more effective they can be on any given run play uh, is better for the balance of this offense and therefore better for the play action game as well as everything else that the West Coast offense is trying to do.
1: No, well, Absolutely. It's going to be very interesting moving forward How to see how they move forward and, and see how the offensive line does and, and see how Cream Hunt's able to step into this offense and be productive as a running back.
0: I'm looking forward to that as well. I, I really want to see him get a whole lot of reps. Evidently, he's, he's not seen much with the first teams to this point, uh, according to Mitch Schwartz, uh, but hopefully that will be changing as well here. I, I want to see he and Spencer Ware be a one-two punch, something where you don't have to kind of platoon as much on a per drive type basis, but be able to just switch them in and out, uh, keep fresh legs and really take advantage of it.
1: No, I agree. That should be something that is uh, very good for Kansas City's offense. Uh, uh, Turkandrick West just wasn't as effective as he was in 2015 last year, and that is something that uh, needs to be fixed if they're going to be good going forward.
0: Yeah, and that's a good point. And, and, you know, players have ups and downs. I don't think there's anything necessarily indicative of West not being ready to play. Uh, I think, personally, I feel like he's one of those players that needs to get fed a little bit. Um, Certainly over the course of the season, but just earlier in the season, maybe get a few more chances uh, to kind of get his engine turning, I think.
1: And that could be, uh, but I don't think he's going to get those chances. Um, So... You know, with that being the case, I think that you're going to have a two-headed back system where it's going to be wear and it's going to be hunt. And West may get a couple of, you know, passes out of the backfield or get some, you know, mop-up duty, but I don't think he's going to get anywhere near the amount of carries he got last year.
0: And that's that's going to be what's going to be interesting to see here. Uh, Can he make that change? Can he he do more with less, really? Uh, That's what I would like to see. And, you know... The offense will be all the better for it if he can. Now, we're really happy, but we got to tell you about something that's going on with the network. We are looking for a national sales manager. The podcast network is growing so fast that we're looking for somebody that has the the energy and the enthusiasm to get out there and sell the NFL channel and and sell the NBA channel, sell all of our shows, including this one, to national advertisers. We're looking for somebody to send their resume. If you want to get involved, send it over to LockedOnPodcasts at gmail.com. That's LockedOnPodcasts. At gmail.com. And we're looking for somebody to join the team and really take us to the next level and get it growing even faster. So if you're that person, please let us know. Now, the other thing we want to tell you all about, we got a ton of feedback and we really appreciate that. We are trying at this point in the season, uh, before we get to training camp, to try and hone some things, try and change some things around so that we're giving you what you're looking for. Uh, And we really depend on your reviews and your comments, uh, tweeting at us, as well as iTunes. Um, We just want to go over a couple today. You know, I want to thank Ben from Illinois. That's his uh, tag on iTunes and and what he had to say. In I want to commend everybody on the show. It's a truly must listen. We appreciate that. Uh, Your insight and passion really show through every episode. And Seth and Matt are great as well. If there were six stars, y'all would get them from me. And I, we really appreciate that. We will keep it up. We will keep going. If you guys want to hear specific things or have folks you want us to get on the show, please let us know, and we will do everything in our power to make that happen.
1: And the next review is by S-F-E-I-H-C. I'm not going to try to pronounce that. <laughs> uh, and he says, you guys are killing it. I love the insight in the Chiefs you give. Please keep it coming. As a displaced fan from Desert Hot Springs, California, your voices keep me keep your voices. Help me keep my sanity in Rangers and chargers country. And I am sorry for you, sir. Thank <laughs> you very much. Spot to be in. Yeah, it is. Thank you very much for the review. Really appreciate it. Uh, You know, we will keep it up and let us know, like I said, you know, like I always say, and like Ryan just said, you know, we want to hear from you and let you uh, give us a little bit of feedback on what you want to hear from us. Uh And please keep the iTunes reviews coming. We really do appreciate it.
0: Yeah. And we've got a bunch from others and we want to make sure that we get everybody's name out there. Hemp Chief, Chiefs fan in Oregon. Any uh, e. Scott 81. I don't know if that's Nebraska or, N- or New England, but I hope it's the first one. Uh, S. Mumford 93. Crager 55. Dan at Necessary Roughness. That's intriguing. And I think you should get more information to us Dan as well as Marcus W. We we really appreciate that. Keep those reviews coming. Talk to us through iTunes. Hit us on the uh, Twitter accounts both at Locked On Chiefs as well on our personal accounts. Let us know what you want to hear. Uh, we will start doing some mailbags if we can get enough questions from y'all so keep sending those out and we'll be checking in all through these OTAs and as we get ready get ready for training camp.
1: Yeah it's hard to believe that training camp's less than two months away. Um, You know,
0: it's been fun. We started this show halfway through training camp last year, so it's been quite a ride.
1: Yeah, it has, and we're going to have a lot of training camp coverage for you. Uh, I know I will be at training camp. I'm not exactly sure what days yet. Uh, I know Ryan is thinking he might make it to training camp. We will see on that one. Knock on Uh, wood. Yeah, and so we will let you know when we're going to be there, and uh, as always, we'll have coverage for you as well. So, Thank you again for all the nice reviews and and for all the new followers on Twitter as well. We really appreciate that as well.
0: And, you know, that's going to be really nice. If you all have a chance to be out of camp, we will let you know when we're going to be there. It'll be great to see everybody. Uh, We'll find some way to let you know where we're at or how we're at, and uh, we'll try to hook up at some point. So thank you all for listening today. We will be back with you as we go through the next couple of weeks. Uh, I'm on vacation, so the schedule will be a little bit uh, helter-skelter, but keep it subscribed, and we'll let you know where we're at. Thanks for listening today, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Chiefs podcast. While you're out there, give us a rating or review, and reach out to us on Twitter, at Ryan Tracy NFL and at Chris Clark NFL. We'll talk to you next time.